Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we've got some uh, fun stuff going on today. First of all, we're going to start off with uh, the Grizz uh, down on La Paz, who's been very busy. Um, <laughs> we're gonna, uh, I don't know how much time we're going to have to get into it, Grizz, but when I called you yesterday, you said, I'll have to call you back. I've got lizards and spiders and snakes all over my body. Well, what I did, John, was really neat. I made a television show for all of Latin America and parts of the United States for Halloween. So imagine this. I got a big tarantula crawling on my neck. I've got a horned lizard on my shoulder. I've got a big scorpion going up my arm. I got manis car cockroaches running across my chest. A great big horn owl on my arm. And I'm just having a great time. <laughs> Getting ready for Halloween, Chris? Yeah, yeah, we did a great Halloween show. Yeah. What we're trying to do is to show these guys, don't be afraid. They look scary, but they won't hurt you. Yeah. But, uh, so we just had a really great time okay. yesterday. Well, we've we got, had everything yeah. from iguanas, tegus, every type of species of lizards and all of that. And this, uh, what's the name of the show that you do for that, Grizz? Uh, it's called The Savage, Grizz the Savage. <laughs> and what we do, we go out and catch rattlesnakes, and, uh, yeah. you know, we do everything to do with wildlife. Okay. Well, go to uh, go to your website. You can find out more about that and where you can see it, and that is... The best course. way to see it is go right to my Facebook and go to Mike Ritz. Okay. And you can see, because every time we're filming, we're posting. Okay. Sounds good. And uh, we're going to have to take off. We're going to come back and see if we can get Eddie uh, Damel from Van Warmer Resorts in Los Barides, the East Cape of Baja, and find out what's going on there. So, Grizz, stay tuned, and I appreciate you helping out. We'll be right back with you. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. On the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors.
Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust Sport Fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust Sport Fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have a couple of uh, wild and crazy characters that we've got on the line with us right now. Well, at least one is. The other one's kind of normal. But we have Eddie Damo, who is... The crazy one, and the Grizz is the normal one. (laughs) No, I think we're a little mixed up there, Grizz. Anyway, we have Eddie from the Van Warmer Resorts um, at the beautiful Palmas de Cortez in Los Bariles, a.k.a. East Cape, Baja. And we're going to find out a little bit about what's been going on this year and what to expect. And I, you know, this is getting, just getting into the, to the, uh, um, the best time of the year, isn't it, Eddie? Yeah, you know, right now it's uh, we're we're peaking out. We got a lot of uh, groups coming down in tournaments. The fishing has been uh, pretty good. Uh, you know, not 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 great, 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 but pretty good for for for, for normal conditions down here. Um, you know, we're, we're we're hanging in there, okay. Okay. Yeah, well, you had a pretty good year. You had some times when it was just absolutely astronomical fishing down there this year, haven't you, Eddie? Yeah, you know, basically, you know, the way I've been kind of putting it on my fishing reports has been it's been a really, really tough year for Dorado. Probably the worst I've seen in 15 years. Dorado, forget it. They're not around anymore. No, yeah, they're, they're, they've been really tough. But on the flip side of that, it's been probably one of the best years that I've ever seen in 15 years for Wahoo fishing down here in the East Cape. And it's been probably the best in 15 years that I've seen for Blue Marlin as well. You know, we, we, were, we sacrificed one 
species that we actually have taken off on two other ones. And right now we're catching, uh, this last week, we've seen a lot of nice-sized pargo and a lot of nice-sized cabrias. We're still seeing some good wahoo. Yesterday in the East Cape Classic Tournament, uh, the Lynn Rose uh, Classic Tournament, which we're having right now, they caught a nice uh, 50-pound wahoo and uh, about a 47-pound tuna. So we're still getting some decent-sized fish as well. Well, it's absolutely incredible. Like you said, the Wahoo were just incredible. And the worst of the worst, there were not any Dorado. Now, it now we're not only talking about your place. We're talking about Cabo. We're talking about La Paz. We're talking about the world. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's been a tough year for, for Dorado. I know that they've caught a few, actually, up in Southern California. I think they've kind of migrated maybe up north a little bit, but yeah. they haven't really caught that many. You know, they've caught a few up there, but not a whole lot. Well, Eddie, I can tell you, uh, as you, I was just down visiting with Grizz uh, week or the week before, and, you know, we'd set this trip up, obviously, sometime in advance. But who would have known? Uh, the fishing off Southern California was probably better than it was in Baja. This year up here has never happened sure. before with all this warm water coming up. Blue fin, yellow fin, yellow tail, wahoo, mar- marlin. Uh, it's just been crazy. But, of course, uh, this is kind of a rare event. But in East Cape, the fishing's always good. Just sometimes it's better. Oh, you know, it, it, you can't be, you know, when you have a, a cold beer, you're fishing in shorts and a T-shirt, you're down here in beautiful Baja, the water is 85 degrees, it's flat, calm, you don't have to worry about getting seasick, you know, you, you just can't beat it, you know, even on, on a slow day, you know, you catch a couple, you know, even if you caught two tunas and that was your day, you know, you're going to come back to the hotel, you're going to have some sashimi, you're going to have some spicy tuna rolls, a cold Corona, and, you know, life doesn't get any better. So even on a tough day, I, I, I would take the, uh, the East Cape and, uh, and, a, and, a, and a cold cerveza. Uh, on the beach here uh, over anything else in the world. So, uh, you know, even, on, like I said, when the fishing's great, you can't, it, it's, it's awesome. But even when the fishing is slow, it's a great place to be. Well, come back in, and, uh, you know, it's a little warm out there on some of the boats. So you come back in, and you got that infinity pool uh, with the pool bar where you can sit up in a, in a wheelchair and uh, in the palapa and look out. But, uh, you know, sitting in that uh, pool bar in that infinity pool, looking out over the water, uh, it's worth the trip just for that. Absolutely. You know, yesterday we were watching the uh, the Dodgers and the Mets game and uh, <laughs> watching it on the pool bar and, uh, you know, having some cold beers. And, you know, watching the boats coming in, you know, and bobbing in the water. And, you know, you just can't beat it. It's, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful scene, great fishing. You know, we, we had 40 boats go out yesterday um, from our fleet because of the East Cape Classic that's going on right now. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, they're all catching fish. Uh, I'm not, you know, at least, you know, a few fish in each boat. And some are catching, you know, up to 10 fish a day. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a great time to be down here right now. Well, I, I think that the best time to go down really, I mean, August uh, and September can get, let's say, a little warm. You know, like yeah. water temperature in the 90s. But, uh, uh, but you know, October, November, and even into December is uh, is a great time to go down because it's, you know, if you want to you know, get around Thanksgiving time when in, in the, the northern climes where people are starting to miss the summer already, well, you don't have to yeah. miss it. Just get back, just jump on and get back down there. For sure. You know, I, and I, one of my favorite months, too, and on the, on the tail end of that, after you've been through the long winter, um, and uh, coming in around March, April can be phenomenal. The, for weather-wise, yeah. April is my favorite month down here. Yeah, it can be a little windy in March, right? 80, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, March can be early. March can be a little windy, but April you're looking at a high of about 80, uh, low of about 60. Water temperature is just getting there, uh, get, just starting to warm up, and the fishing is just starting to take off. So it's, it can be really, really nice. Great fishing and great weather. Yellowfin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, um, I'll just mention to you guys. Uh, uh, Max just walked in. Somebody that I met the other day that owns Santa Barbara Aviation, and we're going to be talking to him a little bit later. But uh, if you want to fly to East Cape instead of Cabo, um, he'll arrange that, or fly to Loreto, or uh, any of the other places, or maybe even uh, uh, Mag Bay, Chris. But uh, we're going to be talking to him a little bit later about that. But it really is easy to get to. Uh, those Bariles because the Los Cabos airport uh, has, gosh, I don't know, 20, 30 flights a day, and then uh, uh, Eddie will arrange transportation for you, pick you up, and take you right to the resort, get you into your, you know, they've got a variety of rooms. You even have the, the you know, the two-bedroom or the one-bedroom condos and the uh, the poolside rooms, the other rooms, and if you go to the website of Van Warmer Resorts, you can take a look, and they've got some great packages. Yeah, you know, and I've actually just added, um, we, you know, we built a new luxury tower at Palma State Cortez, and you I did. added those on the website this week, and we got some one-bedroom luxury suites, two-bedroom luxury suites, and on the very top, the third floor, we got a three-bedroom luxury penthouse, a beautiful view all overlooking the Infinity Edge Pool, so you're central right at Palma State Cortez, right wow. in the middle of the property, and you can't beat it, but you can see all that on that's, the website That's, that's well. a presidential suite, huh? Or, yeah, or, the presidential or, suite. Or, or the John Hennigan suite. And the one bedroom master suite. <laughs> There you go. But, uh, well, you know, you get a two-bedroom and you get, uh, you know, four people to split it up. And it's, you know, it's it's real luxury because you got, in those things, you got a full kitchen and the whole thing, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and on that third floor, you got three bedrooms. So if you wanted to get three families, you all wanted to be together. You got your living room. You got the full kitchen, the three bedrooms right overlooking the Sea uh, Cortez. Beautiful views of the Infinity Edge pool. Um, and you're centrally located well, right in the middle Eddie, of the Eddie, I haven't seen that. I've been stayed in some of the other ones. But what does that three-bedroom penthouse go for a night? It goes for a thousand a night, but mm-hmm. you know, like I said, divided by three, you're looking at you know peanuts. So and oh, yeah. it's, it's just, I mean, you're talking about luxury. You're you're talking about jacuzzi, tubs, yeah. shower, um, beautiful furnishing. You know, all high end appliances in the kitchen. Um, so you can't beat it. I just put it on the website about two days ago, so you yeah. can check it out and see all the great pictures of the of the penthouse there. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to do it right, why not, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, we get a lot of clients who are like, hey, we want to come down, but we want a little nicer accommodation. You know, we're going to bring the family down. The wife, you know, she requires a little bit nicer yeah. package than the standard well, the, hotel the, room, and I want to do some fishing. Eddie, the thing is, let's just say, you know, it's a misnomer, but call it your low-end rooms. They are yeah. very nice, very nice. Oh, this yeah. is, you know, this is not a, uh, you know, some sort of a fishing camp. This is, you know, you've got uh, great restaurants, the pools, the the whole shot, the boats. And I think I heard at one time that you guys have more votes available to you than the Mexican Navy does. Yeah, <laughs> that's always been the running joke that we have more votes than the Mexican Navy. I mean, like I said today, John, we had 40 votes go out. You know, there's not too many Whoa. resorts that can say they had 40 votes go out wow. in one day. So we can, we, you know, we can accommodate any size tournament, any size group. Fishing must we have be the good. Rooms, we have uh, the votes. Eddie, uh, let's give uh, Chucky's famous number, which is, I can tell it to Eight you. 877 877 tuna 877 877- 
777-TUNA. Or just get in touch with it. me, and if you want some information, uh, uh, let, me, let me know, and I'll, I'll help anybody fix you up because it's an incredible location. Thank you, Eddie. We appreciate that. Right, okay, we've got to get you on a little bit more often. But anyway, now is the time. Either get down there as soon as you can or make some reservations maybe for March, April. Thank you, Eddie. Absolutely. Grizz, you stay tuned. You, yeah, we'll be back with you, and we're going to be talking to uh, uh, about steelhead fishing. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Santos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Santos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at V-A-G-A-B-U-N-D-O-S dot com or call 800-474-BAJA. But I'd rather get my route and reel and go fishing when I can. I want to go fishing because it takes 
Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have, of course, the Grizz uh, that's uh, on the air with us from La Paz, uh, Baja, California, sir, the city of peace, capital of uh, uh, Baja, California, sir. And Grizz, as we know, is a um, up-and-coming, very famous uh, television star with, uh, what is it, uh, something like 47 countries, 400 million households, but he's most well-known for being a co-host on Fish Talk Radio. And then we have the lovely Elizabeth that works with Mountain River Drifters, and we're going to be talking, you know, primarily we we want to talk a little bit about steelhead, but uh, who knows where it's going to go. Elizabeth, welcome to Fish Talk Radio. Uh, Thank you very much. I do want to well, start let's, by just let's making... get started on this thing. The, the steelhead are starting to run, aren't they? They are, yes. Yeah, they are coming up river. And isn't that something incredible when they're now they're headed back out to sea or headed in? They are currently actually swimming from the ocean back up river, and so they um, were born, you know, in our stream bed about three years ago. And it's uh-huh. been um, quite a journey. Our fish have swam a thousand miles to get to where we wow. are. Wow! You mean from the ocean, you're a thousand miles up uh, river-wise? Exactly. Boy, they yep, must be tired. They, you would think, but not the way they've been jumping out of the river. Wow! <laughs> um, well, yeah, Elizabeth, let me just mention something real quick because I, I know there's controversy in California. There's all this thing about the. Uh, endangered species and, of uh, steelhead, and I think there's some confusion about what they are. And I could be wrong, but my understanding is basically a steelhead is a rainbow trout that has the opportunity to and the desire to go to the ocean and return. And I, desire, John? I never heard that word. Used well, in no. A if you, in other words, if you had a, if you had a I pond, desire to go to the beach. Grizz, Grizz, let me yeah. finish. Stop interrupting. <laughs> Anyway, if you if you have a pond of uh, rainbow trout, some of them will have a desire to go to the ocean and come back, and some won't. But those that do are now steelhead. Uh, Elizabeth, is that close? Um, yeah, you are. You are correct. So a rainbow trout is um, biologically identical to a steelhead, but for some reason, certain fish have the desire. I like that word. Okay. To yeah, it's explore. pretty good with desire. <laughs> Grizz, you got a lot yeah. of desires, but knock it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it's a sea run. Rainbow is a steelhead, am I correct? Yes, it's a sea-run rainbow. And so the qualification, since they can't tell by the, the genome of the fish, is that a steelhead has to be over 20 inches. So mm-hmm. if you catch a 19-inch fish, um, even though rainbow. it could be a steelhead, we're going to call it a rainbow trout because we have no way of knowing. Mm-hmm. Now, when you fish at this time of the year, do you still use the... Famous, uh, you know, attractor patterns, reds, uh, things like that, streamers, or what's the best way to fish them this type of year? 
most of the fishing that we're doing is traditional fishing and really anything that you can get in front of their face um, to make them mad. They're moving at this time of the year. Um, they're making a lot of miles. And so we've been fishing with a lot of plugs. Um, I like the Captain America, so something big, flashy with the red, white, and blue on it. Um, but also bait, it works pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, it falls back into kind of that... Um, competitiveness that we all have inside of us <laughs> so mm-hmm. you put that bait inside them and they're right in front of their face mm-hmm. and so so they hurts. are they are feeding as they're going up river well no that's a big controversy they're not actually feeding it's um it's something along the lines of i don't want like if you're fishing with roe mm-hmm. um i don't want those eggs to survive oh. or getting a shrimp in front of their face, which they've been eating shrimp for two years. That's what gives them their bulk in the ocean. And so the shrimp, you know, just stirs up some sort of emotional response inside them and makes them snap at it, even though they're not, that's not their mission at this point in their life cycle Mm -hmm. is to eat. Now, a a question for you. I believe that when you're steelhead, you're not so much dry fly, but you're more mids fishing, and uh, Mm -hmm. so you need to put it down in the water. And also, um, they're very, very good at at, uh, hiding because their coloring is such it looks like the river bottom. But you really want to try and sight fish for them, don't you? If you can see them, you can put the bait in front of them. That's, that's that's definitely helpful. Um, there are a couple of places on the Salmon River um, near here where you can do a little bit of sight fishing on the big cobble bars. And, um, you know, our guides, once they get to know the section of the river pretty well, um, you kind of... It, 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 it helps. It helps to to know, I mean, the holding spots and then to mm-hmm. get something big well, and bright right I, I in remember going uh, up with a guide, and uh, I think it was in the Salmon River, and mm-hmm. the first 45 minutes he had it just sitting there staring at the water. Uh, yeah. to try and find them. And he goes, see that there? And I go, no. <laughs> yeah. and because, you know, they look like the bottom. So what you actually had to do to find them, you're looking for the shadow that they cast on the bottom of the river. And, yep. and uh, you know, normally I just, you know, lift my rod once in a while, and every once in a while it <laughs> still had to be on it. But as far as finding them, you really, it, it really helps, but it's it's not as easy as it sounds. Absolutely. Um, you're right. The the steelhead, I mean, it's a magical fish. When you connect with it, um, with whatever type of rod you have, it's it's made it through oh, yeah. all sorts They're of strong. obstacles. Yeah, to to get to your to your line. So it's pretty special. Uh, also, another question is uh, uh, wild and hatchery. Mm-hmm. Now you know. Obviously, if you hook into a wild uh, rainbow or a wild steelhead, you you don't you don't want to kill it. Uh, but if you've got a hatchery fish and you want some table fare, then I guess it's okay to do that. Uh huh. Yeah, actually, um, I recommend taking a hatchery fish home. It's a better fate okay. end of their life than um, ending up in a fish truck somewhere. So. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Grizz, I don't know if you're going to ask questions or answer questions, but uh, uh, let's hear some more about uh, steelhead fishing. Well, I feel steelhead fish a lot all through Oregon, uh, Washington, and of course, you know, John, I'm a fly fisherman. 
so what we would do is find holding patterns because you know they do have they're they're traveling so much and they do have to take a holding uh, you know, find a place to hold, like, you know, on the backside of a rock or something with a current where they can actually hold and not have to swim all the time. Find those places and then throw a nymph-style uh, fly to them. And normally everything we would use were brightly colored uh, attractor you know, attractor patterns, because like Liz said, they don't, uh, they're not necessarily eating, but they will attack or put in their mouth for one reason, because they probably have the desire to think it's an m and I don't know what the reason is, but anyway, you know, that's how I fished them. And in the scud she's talking about, or the little shrimps, if you look up, I was the one that invented those. And oh. uh, we invented those uh, scuds exactly because they look like little shrimp, and we make them a bright color. So we don't know if they're actually taking them for a shrimp or it's the same thing, another attractive pattern. That's how I fish them, and I fish them for years. Uh, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to jump in on something. We have a, a you special... You can jump whenever you want, John. It's your show. <laughs> so, yeah, just okay. <laughs> Anyway, we have a, a very special guest, Max, uh, that flies airplanes, and he. we're going to talk to him in the next segment, but I think it's appropriate to introduce him now because some of the areas, Elizabeth, that you fish are not easily accessible, and he has the ability to take an aircraft and put you pretty much wherever you want to go. So uh, can we talk about that just for a second, as far as access, where you fish, and how do you, how do you find some of these remote locations? Was that question for me? Yes. I think yeah. so. So um, I, one of the things that you just stated on is that Idaho has a lot of wilderness, and the Salmon River in particular um, access is challenging. And so we're lucky that we have a jet boat, and so we can jet boat up into the Frank Church wilderness area and then fish out of the jet boat. Mm-hmm. Um, in particular, we fish generally six guys out of our jet boat. We could put some more on, but... Um, we like to get people, you know, higher numbers, and so um, we're keeping it about six fish. And so we're fishing from Ribbons area, which is the town at the border of the Frank Church Wilderness, up towards um, the South Fork of the Salmon. And so a big number of our fish actually are running up the South Fork of the Salmon. Um, that's actually some of the best sight fishing, fly fishing water that I've gotten myself into. <laughs> um, but the jet well, boat is helpful. Yeah. Well, we'll also talk to uh, to Max a little bit. If somebody wants to go to Mag Bay, it's not easy to get to, but uh, he can make it a little bit easier. Matter of fact, uh, Grizz, uh, you and Max ought to get together about bringing some people down to the uh, Mangrove Inn. Yeah, sure. I'd love to do that. Okay. Well, anyway, Elizabeth, we're going to be running out of time, but if anybody is interesting, interested, uh, of course, you might be interesting, but you might want to get in touch with Elizabeth if you're interested in, in fishing probably one of the most beautiful places in the world, which is Idaho. It's a, certainly one of my favorite places where you can go to places that you're not going to find any Winnebago's or kids throwing rocks in the water. This is, uh, you know, this, this is beautiful country and if somebody wants to get to do that uh, do you have recommendations for them do you want to just go to mountain river drifters elizabeth 
Um, yeah, Mountain River Outfitters is our website. And so IdahoRiver.com or MountainRiverOutfitters.com. Okay. You can reach us there or call 208-628-3733. And Brenda, the owner of our family operations. Okay. And also really remember, you can, you can find us uh, on the website. And if you missed any phone number, you can listen to it again and again and again and again. And uh, Elizabeth, if you want to listen to yourself, you can go to FishTalkRadio.com. It should be posted by tonight and see how well you did and it's right on the front page fishtalkradio.com and then just uh, click on on the front page and listen to the show that you got today as many times as you want thank you elizabeth we really appreciate that with some great information thank you very much okay well we're going to have to take a quick break and uh, maybe we'll have to bring you back on a little bit later elizabeth you you're, you're awesome unfortunately this is radio so we don't get to put your face up but maybe we'll put your face on the website Well, sounds good. Then I better um, be holding a big fish in my hand. There you go. Okay. Grizz, I don't know. Are you going to be able to stick around for a while? Are you going to take off? I'm going to have to take off. I'm filming a television show here in just a few minutes. Okay. All right. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Grizz. I'll talk to you later, Grizz. Thanks. Okay. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877 tuna to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! Bass Angler Magazine simply brings you more. If you want to learn the latest technique, start winning tournaments, or just catch more bass, then Bass Angler Magazine is for you. Go to www.bassmag.com, click on the order link, and use the promo code FBR. Go to www.bassmag.com, Bass Angler Magazine, bassmag.com. It will be the best $20 you've ever spent. I went on down to my favorite fishing hole, and I got myself a pole in line. Caught a nine pound cabbage on the bottom, came my got it, took him over to mama by supper time. Sink me in a fish bite, see if you got good big. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and I have a very special, unique guest, something that we've never done on Fish Talk Radio before, and that's a long time. Now, let me... um, You're giving me a complex, a special (laughs) thing. Don't worry, I will turn the cameras on. Anyway, uh, just just a a quick thought. Uh, A friend of mine has 
a, uh, a kind of a complex. He and I think six other people on the Salmon River, kind of in central Idaho, and you can't get there from here. I mean, seriously, there's no way. You can't get to Central Idaho from anywhere. You you cannot uh, uh, go upriver. You cannot drive. There are no roads. So I believe he flies into Montana, I think, and then they charter a plane to take him over to this place. But the only way to get there is by airplane. And that if, if you want to go to an area that's pristine, low pressure, fantastic fishing, um, that's the only way to do it because you know you don't want to you know you 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 know you go to your favorite river and there's Winnebagoes and you know and music and tents and, and, uh, and there's there's vast kids regions of the United the States yeah. you can't get to other than by air yeah. or private airplane. A lot of people will stop at the major airports and then drive several hundred miles. But in a smaller yeah. plane, there's lots of little airports. Yeah, you know, they're they're very close. Of, Great fishing grounds. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few fishing resorts that have little secret runways. Oh, yeah. Well, one of them in particular that I'm thinking of, uh, uh, Anna Gloria, that operates the Oasis Resort in Loreto, oh, uh, yeah. right adjacent to you know, her, the Oasis, is a landing strip. Yep. And, yeah, you can, you can fly commercially into Loreto. Um, of course, you know— 30, 40, 50 years ago, the only way to get there is by small plane. But uh, uh, you can you can do that. But when you just fly in, and then uh, we were talking to Grizz about uh, fishing Mag Bay, um, the closest airport would be either Loreto or uh, La Paz. Constitucion. Well, they don't, there's no commercial flights in the no. Constitution. Well, there actually is. There's a, a Cessna Caravan, a big single-engine okay. airplane that's... It's a Mexican carrier, and yeah. I don't know where they come from, but I'm going to guess they come yeah. from, like, Alamo. Yeah, or maybe Guaymas. once a week or something. Yeah, yeah I think they might yeah. do it once a day. Yeah, okay. But it's it's yeah. kind of sketch-looking operation. But, you know, of course, the idea of chartering an airplane is like, yeah, right, you know, as soon as I hit the lottery, maybe I'll think about that. But you know, let's talk about that for a minute. That, you know, yeah. your, your point right there is a, you know, is a common one in that people think that it's only jets, you know, when you charter an airplane. But there's lots of smaller planes. You know, you go to Alaska, you can charter a, a Bush airplane, which can be a Cessna 1E5, which is typical tail dragger style, you know, out there airplane. And then you have airplanes all the way up to Gulfstream. So there's a whole bunch of airplanes in the middle, turboprops, mm-hmm. Pilatuses, King Airs, um, six-seat airplanes mm-hmm. that are available. That, you know, when you when you break it down to four or five people, it's pretty affordable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I always, I always say that if you have to fly somewhere, you don't have that choice if it's that rural. But if you have a choice and you break it down with enough people, it costs about the same thing as a first-class ticket would cost mm-hmm. if you could go there mm-hmm. first class. Yeah. Unfortunately, you usually can't get to these locations. First you know. class. <laughs> well, it, there or might not all. be air yeah. service at all. Yeah. You know, lots of Alaska's that way. Mm-hmm. Lots of Idaho, Montana, North uh-huh. Dakota. And then they have air service at a couple airports. Mm-hmm. So it's really rural. But uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, you and I talked a little bit yesterday about you know coming on board and talking about some of these subjects. But in general, uh, air carrier operators are all over the United States. Mm-hmm. There's 800 charter companies throughout the U.S. Well, you mentioned Alaska. You know, I go there up there you know, at least once a year. And um, first of all, just just to take a float plane, uh, 
into one of the remote lakes. Mm -hmm. There's positively, absolutely no other way you could get there. There's no, no. roads. I mean, you couldn't no. even you couldn't even take a mule in there. No. Uh, and when you land on one of these lakes, um, they have a kind of a deal where they'll take off, and there's all these little, you know, maybe 20, 30 miles away from wherever you're going or farther, and they fly over and as the crow flies. Yeah, exactly. And as you know, there'd be a, a you know a lake that's you know maybe uh, you know a couple miles long and a mile wide or something like. Like that and they fly over it. If there's a float plane there, they don't stop. Oh yeah, they go to fly the next right by one. Because the, the next, next one, one is only yeah. three miles away. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and you've got the whole place to yourself. Yeah. Well, the only way to experience is by that. And even just being in one of those, um, uh, in the air, in the scenery, it, it's well worth the trip. Yeah, you can you but, can fish. I have a friend right now who has a float plane. He's a Cessna 25 on floats down really? in uh, Costa Rica, oh. and he he fished right off the side of the airplane. Stands on the float, <laughs> and, you know, saltwater fly fishes right off it, and sends wow. me. Pictures, you know, and he'll fly around. He'll look for the fish, and then oh, he'll land wow. near the fish. You know, I don't know if that's so it's, fair. It was yeah. shooting fish in a barrel. You know, wow, but, that's an incredible idea. Yeah. But uh, now let, let, let's talk a little bit about. Let's just say. Uh, as far as price. Now, what you are able to do with the fleet of aircraft you have mm -hmm. and with the, you know, the, the, the brokerage that you have, if uh, no matter where you are in the world, they can pick up the phone and call you and say, hey, Max, um, you know, my, uh, you know, my, uh, uh, I got to, I got to get out of here, you know, within the next two hours and get home, something. Yeah, because the bite's on. Right? Yeah, 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 I got, <laughs> or I want to get down there because the bite's on. I want to be down there this afternoon. Yeah. Well, we, we get, and, yeah, yeah, we deal. So my company, we operate, uh, we're an air carrier. So anytime you charter an airplane, the first thing you want to do is make sure it's an air carrier. So as soon as you go on a friend's airplane, you're not an air carrier. So if you're going to charter an airplane, really charter an airplane from an air carrier. Mm -hmm. If anybody wants to go someplace and, you know, the planes that we specifically have can't help you out, like other air carriers in the United States, you can call us and we'll source it and broker it out for you. But, you know, we're a conduit for all the good operators in the United States. And what I mean by that is we know how to rate each other internally and we can pass on our knowledge to, you know, somebody who's down in, at Key West. I want to go, you know, I want to go up to upstate New York. I hear the you know there's good fishing. I want to travel up there, so we can make arrangements all around the United States. Mm -hmm. So, you know, being a broker to broker situation, we can get planes that are very difficult. Well, to let's find let's otherwise. kind of put it in perspective because we kind of talked around um, affordable, affordable to who? I mean, that's there's a big spread there. So let's kind of give some ideas. Let's just say uh, you want to travel first class. Now, uh, with the entry level jets, what are they like four, six place, or what are they? Yeah, they're they're usually five or six. Passenger airplanes at okay. the most, okay. and so with any of these airplanes, the number of seats uh -huh. is not directly related to how far you can go with all those seats. So right. most airplanes, you can have a full seats and half the range of the airplane, or you can have half of the seats occupied and you can go the full range of the airplanes. So there's always oh, a compromise. The, the weight and luggage, you mean? Yeah. So a lot of times you look at an entry level, say, you know, turboprop airplane like a uh -huh. Pilatus. It has eight mm -hmm. seats. Mm -hmm. It really can carry eight people and it can fly a thousand miles. The ultimate range of that airplane might be. 14 or 1500 miles but you'd have to leave some people behind mm -hmm. so so when you go to an Alaska type area and you fly in a beaver which is a mm -hmm. six or seven passenger airplane those those are generally short trips mm -hmm. one 200 yeah. miles so you can just stuff them full of gear right. guns fishing rods tanks whatever you mm -hmm. want to take ice chests as soon as you start wanting to travel farther and you start using turboprops or entry-level jets mm -hmm. this number of seats is not really conducive well, to 
let you can let's really just say do. you got four people, mm-hmm. two couples or four guys or whatever. That you have a lot of options with four people. Then, uh, and you want to go from Southern California or maybe from Texas, mm-hmm. uh, and you want to fly to uh, Southern Baja. Mm-hmm. Um, Very what, typical trip. What, from... what, what would we be talking about in, in total price? You know, well, and the typical airplane for that type of a trip would be a King Air or a Citation CJ, entry-level jet. Same operating cost mm-hmm. per mile. Vastly different charter rates. The mm-hmm. turboprop airplanes are fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars an hour to rent. The jets are twenty one, twenty two hundred dollars. And the first question everyone always asks is, is that every hour you have it? No, it's not like a jet ski. It's just when the engines are running yeah. and it's off the ground. Uh-huh. So if you go for say a three day fishing trip to La Paz, right. what you really want to try to do is source it so that the plane sits there with you and then brings you home three days later. Okay. The number of charter companies in the U.S. has shrunk since two thousand eight, since the the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. And so now, typically, you have to do what's called double round trips. You'll get dropped off in La Paz, and the plane will come back three, four, or five days later and pick you up. Uh-huh. So that double round trip can be a little bit punitive. Yeah. If you can find an opera that maybe is interested in going fishing, like yeah, you there can you invite go. me along. Hey, I'll on, go with go. you. Yeah. you know? <laughs> if you can find an opera that has a common interest, a lot of times the plane can stay. You know, skiing, fishing, it's easy to talk to the pilot and the yeah. company into sticking right. around for a couple of days. Right. Mexico, in particular because the international crossing the border issues, it's much easier just to keep the plane there. And, and so, so you're talking, would you say, about 2200 per hour? Yeah. But it's only about an hour and a half, right? Well, it depends on the airplane. Yeah. The, the citation oh, okay. and the, the citations are the entry-level jets, Cessna citations, or the King Airs, you mm-hmm. know, which are the turboprop airplanes. They're, you know, to go 700 miles, you're talking about two, two and a half hours, depending yeah. on winds okay. and stuff like that. But so round numbers. Let's say you take four people uh, for the flight itself, down mm-hmm. and back, you're looking about twelve, fifteen hundred bucks. Well, we can do a better way to do the math is do the flight time, which you're talking yeah. five hours times, okay. let's say fifteen hundred dollars an hour. So yeah. really quick, you're at eight thousand dollars international divide, fees. Divided by four. Yeah, so you're probably looking closer to about ten thousand dollars divided by however many yeah. passengers. And right. the turboprop, it could be divided by six. Yeah. In a jet, probably be divided by four. Yeah, that's, that's pretty typical. Fifteen hundred yeah. to twenty five hundred dollars to do a couple hour flight yeah. down the Baja Peninsula. And okay, come back. Well, it looks like uh, Mark is telling us that uh, we're having such a good time. We got to keep track of time. <laughs> but uh, I would like to say that, of course, you are listening uh, to Fish Talk Radio. And if you want to uh, tune in again, you just go to the website fishtalkradio.com. We're right on the front page. Uh, just uh, it should be up. Uh, you know. Tonight or, or soon, listen to it. If you missed anything, any phone numbers, go ahead and do that. Make sure you visit us on uh, Facebook, and also real quickly, the name of your operation is. I'm Santa Barbara Aviation. That's, that's really easy. easy. SantaBarbaraAviation.com. Mm-hmm. And whether you're in Santa Barbara, going to Santa Barbara, it doesn't really matter. Anywhere in the United States, anywhere, or you just anywhere. want to, or you're and trying to check an operator. You're and, in Florida, and, and, and you just and want to know. Also, something that we want to touch on real quick: if you want to make sure you get the plane and it's safe, uh, give Max a call. Absolutely. Okay. All righty, you're listening to Fish Talk Radio. And we really appreciate you tuning in. Yes, I would I'd rather be, I'd rather be. Yes, I would I'd rather be fishing. I would rather be fishing. Rather be fishing. 
S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. We've been talking to Max, who I am absolutely fascinated with, and I'm I'm just sitting here thinking, okay, now how do I work out a deal with Max? <laughs> that's a, so that's a can, common theme right can, here. I'll tell you what: you supply the plane, I'll supply the boat. How's that? See, that's sound? the best deal I've heard so far. You know, it, it, it's real simple. People say, "I have a place we can stay, yeah. and let's go," or uh-huh. "I have a boat well, I gotta, in I gotta, an exotic I got a condo in a boat let's in Cabo. Go. Let's uh, you know, let's take you down. We'll get okay. it. Quit twisting we'll, my arm. We'll bring, okay, we'll bring some other people. Let them pay for the gas. Yeah, I can only you know take it so much. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, actually, just thinking about that uh, about fuel. Those, uh, um, I'm just kind of curious. It's completely off the subject, but aviation Diesel. fuel and jet fuel. Diesel, same thing. Is it Very really? similar. Yeah, jet, jet fuel, fuel is? is just a slightly more refined version of diesel. Hmm. 
smells the same. In fact, you, I don't know if you could run diesel through a jet engine, but it is really essentially the same thing. Oh, okay. And it's probably more expensive, though. You know, the strange thing about uh, Latin America is it's very inexpensive, which is really strange. Hmm. You know, you'd think it'd be more expensive than the U.S. So you fly but, down to fill up. Oh, yeah. And it's, you know, it's the way I, I always describe that is who flies airplanes in Mexico? And it's dignitaries <laughs> and people yeah. that, you yeah. know, have some sort of clawback. Or people, or people like to transport certain items. Uh, uh, yeah. 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 But they, they, they do record all their fuel sales. They're very okay. careful down there. And fuel is, is well taken care of. It's one there. way to control it. Mm-hmm. They, well, they control a lot of the illicit trade down there mm-hmm. that way. So, and then all the, you know, the government owns the fuel station. So oh, it's yeah. all distributed by the government. Mm-hmm. And the government people fly around with the fuel. So. Interesting. It's always good stuff down there. Okay. We're never too worried about that. Okay. Some of the more remote locations, you might be a little more uh, observant of how they're feeling or something. Mm-hmm. But in general, it's nothing to be concerned well, about. Well, you know, talking about aviation, we're talking about fishing. But I think what the, the subject that we're, that we're on, um, you know, I do spend time in Baja. And, you know, they have uh, insurance policies that you can buy for medevac. Mm-hmm. And if, if you need it. And you don't have the insurance, and the insurance is certainly not cheap. But if you need it and you don't have it, uh, the prices are just unbelievable astronomical. Well, they know if you're calling an an ambulance, you know, like if you call an ambulance here in the U.S., you're not worried about the price, right? Well, not at the time. Over here and pick (laughs) me up and take me to the doctor now. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, the second time you do it, you might pay it. But, you know, if you're in a remote location and you get hurt, you, you could be exploited. And, you know, someone can be opportunistic. Usually the industry is is uh, pretty easy to comparison shop, but let's, let's not. just say that you've got an emergency at home or you do have, let's just say that, you know, you've got a, an illness or a malady um, that doesn't really require, you know, ambulatory or a doctor to assist you, mm-hmm. but you have to get back. And you go to the airport, check in, and uh, they go, uh, no, you're sick. We ain't going to put you on the airplane. Um, then what do you do? You're you're going to be using an air ambulance. We, we deal with that quite often. Actually. Well, can somebody just call you and just say, "Hey, Absolutely. look, I need a, I need a, I don't want to pay um, five thousand dollars for an air ambulance. I'd rather pay two thousand. Yes, for, yeah. and that'd be my recommendation. Anytime you're hurt, call somebody in your local area. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the first thing to do is establish a relationship with somebody that you know and trust. Absolutely. And uh, again, Max is based out of Santa Barbara, uh, but anywhere in the world that you want to go, uh, you just want to call and talk to him for a while and, and sure. maybe think about. You've got some buddies that you want to go do something exciting for, or if you've got a uh, an anniversary or a wedding or you know a retirement party or something, and you want to do it upright, uh, it can be reasonably affordable. Just split it up. There you go. There you go. And okay. enjoy. I'll, yeah. Okay. And bring whatever you want. I'll organize it and divide it by the other ones. Hey, there you go. I like okay. that place in Mexico. Uh, okay, let's do that. Anyway, it looks like Mark is uh, kicking us out of here. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. This has been a lot of fun. Mac, thank you very much for coming. You're very in. welcome. And we're going to have to do this again because we've got a lot more to talk about. Sure. So anyway, go to fishtalkradio.com. Go to uh, Facebook, Fish Talk Radio. Give us a tweet or uh, just get in touch and make sure that you listen to us as many times as you can. And we're available all over the internet. I appreciate that, and we'll talk to you soon. You gone fishing.